Whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly, I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. I hear these words first as a call to action, and my knee-jerk response is, is to run through those doors and into the kitchen and fill a tall pitcher with water, break out all the ice I can find, and then try to be hospitable to whomever I encounter. This is how I hear this passage lifted up so much of the time, as a reminder to offer this cool drink, both literally and metaphorically, to those who need it. And yes, generally speaking, this is our call as the body of Christ, to be hospitable, to feed and shelter, to water and welcome, most especially for the young and the vulnerable. But what if that's not actually the lesson today? There's this, this one tiny hiccup. This, this reading has turned the classic and the still-needed lesson inside out. We've got the wrong order here, the, the subject of the sentence confused. See, Jesus is talking to the disciples here. He's sending them out to do all this work all throughout Israel, to cure and raise and heal and teach all that, right? So they will not be home to offer welcome to anyone. And they're being sent out with, well, basically nothing. They have the shirt on their backs, but not a second. They're barefoot, no money, no purse, no sleeping bag or tent or road map or even food for the journey. This gospel passage is, it's not about extending hospitality though that is a critical element in how we practice our faith. What Jesus is teaching today is the flip side, that as they are sent out, these disciples will have to stretch themselves to receive hospitality, to humble themselves and recognize their own need, to acknowledge their dependence on strangers, to graciously accept their generosity. This gospel is about receiving. To a certain extent, the call is rooted in, in the need to recognize what power and control we have in our lives and then try to tame our longing for more of both. Many of us have been taught to try mightily to be totally in charge of what we need, to make sure we've got it all covered. This is what it seems like it'll take to be responsible, to get ahead. And, and yeah, it's, it's good to plan, 
It's good to be prepared and all that. The Boy Scouts have a lot figured out. But sometimes we take it to the point that we think we can go it alone. This is where it goes awry. And this is where Jesus steps in. About four years ago, I went to Arizona for a continuing ed conference for clergy. I'd heard wonderful things from friends who had been to it before, but I still didn't really know what to expect. I knew it would be a deep dive into all aspects of life, re-examining everything that contributes to or detracts from this kind of work. I knew that we would be learning new ways to be healthier and more effective in ministry. Arriving at the Phoenix airport, a bunch of other participants and I piled into a van. I dozed on the way to the camp and conference center, feeling the effects of the days of scrambling it had taken to get out of town. About two hours later, we pulled in, stopping first at the office of the camp to receive our room assignments. The host gave us keys and then handed each of us a bag. I settled into my room, I put a few things away, and then I opened this bag. I'm not sure what I expected, maybe a, a travel mug with the camp's logo on it or something like that. Instead, I discovered food. Not just snacks, but real food, a, a homemade chicken salad sandwich with, with celery chunks in it and bunches of grapes, nuts, water. It was late in the afternoon. It was not a meal time. There would be dinner coming yet in a couple hours. But suddenly I realized I was ravenous. I hadn't known how hungry I was, but these strangers expected that I would be. I devoured the sandwich and the grapes, relieved and grateful. As I sat there, my room silent except for my chewing, I thought, this is what grace tastes like. It was humbling and delicious. It was such a simple thing, this chicken salad sandwich and these green grapes. But, you know, I'd be hard-pressed to describe any other single meal I ate that year. But I remember this one. I remember how it tasted, how it crunched in my mouth. I remember it because it was such tangible welcome. I remember this palpable care because it demonstrated the, the immediacy of my dependence on others, on the kindness of strangers who, as it turned out, were thinking about my well-being even before I was. This simple act knit us 
together. From those first minutes I arrived, we were joined by their care and my gratitude. These pieces can forge a a kind of community, both a, a framework and a springboard for what can transpire next as people who have just discovered that they are kin. Maybe the leaders of this conference already knew this, but I needed the reminder. I welcomed the vision of God's presence in the offering of this simple food and drink as they welcomed me, as they welcomed God in with us. It sounds from Jesus like these simple acts of basic, kind hospitality are what he's after. He knows that this is core to the life and work he sends the disciples out into. He knows that his healing work can only happen if the disciples are willing to receive care as well. Now, I don't know what that great reward that he speaks of here might look like. I don't know what God might ultimately offer along with the words, well done, good and faithful servant. But what has stayed with me from these moments when I've been humbled to receive such care is that this reward, whatever it may be, It does not arrive only at the end of time. It emerges right then and there as the the sandwich gratefully bit into, as the cold water delightedly savored. What is true of God and with God at the summation of time is already unfolding now. The reward arrives as liberation from the ubiquitous refrain that we have to do this all on our own, that we can control our lives and must fend for ourselves. The reward emerges as the humble truth that we all belong to each other, stranger and neighbor and family alike. The reward is manifested as the beauty that We depend on each other, even for things so fundamental and so wonderful as a cold drink of water. The reward comes and continues as kin, bound together through sharing the basic stuff of life. Friends, we are in this together all of us, far beyond these walls, far beyond the faces that we already know. Wherever we are sent to share this good news of love, we will find people ready to become kin there. People who understand that we cannot walk this road alone. So come. Set out again and open yourself to receive this welcome.